welcome to another episode of the Unfinished Podcast. With me today is Camden Pascoe, who uh, worked for the... Um, I work for Bino Cax. Yep. yep. And um, can you tell me a bit about Bino and um, the different things it does uh, yep. out here? Yeah. Yep. Um, so Bino started... Oh, my grandfather and a few others around his era um, started Wino with the hopes of, well he didn't start, he was one of the, the guys there and there was a, a group of about a dozen of them and um, they had a problem getting housing in Norton so Wino as an organisation started as just an housing organisation right. wanting to get housing for indigenous locals um, and then over the last 30, 40 years it's, it's grown, um, we now have contracts with CDP, um, so we're CDP provider which is where I'm employed, I'm um, a coordinator for projects and activities, Yep. yep. and um, we look after, I, I enjoy doing the projects in town, seeing um, benefits for like sporting groups or um, local groups, we do like the Rodeo Grands Bar and school yarning circles. Okay. Um, nice jobs like that too, boring jobs where we're doing fencing around dams and stuff like that. Um, so CDP is one um, under the umbrella of minor. And so, Ken, what does CDP stand for? Community Development Program. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, that's your, we work with, we've got 200 people on our books for participants, so that's your uh, work for the doll activity, yep. so um, we upskill them, uh, my big aim for CDP was trying to get, well, provide good activities so people are doing stuff on a regular basis, but also just upskilling them with um, certificates and courses and, and trying to get them jobs, that's one of the better things in the job is John Bob over here has got didn't hasn't had a license for a while, yep. and um, you know working with him to get his license, and then this one fella has never in his I think he's 33, never had a license, and when he got his learners, he just printed with happiness. Yeah, right. Like he was so yep. happy, and um, he could he could drive a car. So there's like upskilling people and um, just giving them things that you know they haven't really had. So. Licenses, IDs, birth certificates. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, those are enjoyable. Um, and then yeah, the community projects. So doing the yarning circle at the school. Um, so we got a good team up at Bino. Um, we do that and all these other activities as well. So and then they also have different other contracts. So contract for council that. Um, Cuts all the parks and gardens in the street. Alright, okay. Yeah, and um, get kids to school with FACE and RASAS. There's family and community engagement. Okay, yep, yep. And rural skills attendance scheme. Gotcha. So okay. FACE and RASAS. So they do a good job yep. working with kids. So, um, and also in the old people's zone. So Bino works with kids, adults, and elders. So sort of everywhere in the community, we're a community organisation, so. Fantastic, yeah. Mm. Um, and I we obviously met, I went out to the um, camp um, with a um, bunch of sort of, I guess pre-teens they mostly were. Mm. And um, was that a bino organised camp or was it? Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah cool. so that, that came under uh, FACE, 
yet family and community engagement. Gotcha. So um, they're trying this new thing where um, trying to reward the kids, but instead of because we tried an era like giving them gifts and stuff like that, and the novelty wore off. But we find that with the kids uh, doing stuff with them and spending time with them is what they really want and yeah. what they really need. Yeah. yeah. So um, they did well at school. Or if they improved at school from where they were, then we'd reward them with this cultural trip that we did. Right, I see. Yeah, yeah okay, cool. Um, and there, I, met, um, I met a number of the, the adults involved there, and I was saying to Jake, my brother on the way home, uh, uh, talking about yourself, um, but, but everyone there, and, and including my brother, about um, what caring and giving people uh, you all are, I, I'm really kind of blown away and, and, and really moved by how much everyone is, is just wanting to, especially you know, in that situation, help the younger generation to succeed and, yeah. Yeah, and everyone seems really strongly motivated to um, just give everyone the best possible chance. Yeah. 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 Well, um, we grew up in, in this community, like the struggles Every generation has a different struggle. For these kids, it could be boredom and stuff. Um, I was fortunate enough when I was a kid, I had a big family group would spend every weekend at Bush. Yep. And we came in, in for school. Um, the kids nowadays, uh, they love their phones and their technology and stuff. So um, it, it's enjoyable to, you know, try to put your phones down. Let's go out back out on country. We we buy the fish hole. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and they uh, made a mudslide down the river bank. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The smiles on their faces, seeing them dance, and uh, it was a very happy weekend. And you're sitting under a tree, and just felt a bit like uh, inner peace. It's really, yeah, yeah. really nice. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I also you, you shared with uh, with me and Jay. You're, your family's camp out there that you sort of go to almost every weekend you, you said or quite quite often yeah quite often we go yeah. out um it's Maraville, out on our land Kudicha. Yeah. um so it's on the smithburn river um there's like our family's camp and then there's another family camp and the, then the um other end on the other side um we spend most of our weekends out there like my grandmother grew up at, at that site right. on that land um, and yeah, we were hoping that, um, well, as a Kuducha man, um, we have a tribe here um, called KAC. Okay. Um, and we were hoping that, you know, each family can have their own homelands that they can call theirs. Yeah, right. um, and, and go out and live and, and um, be one with their land. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's our goal. Um, yeah, at wow. the moment, we're, we're, not, we're not quite there, but it, it's, it's a good start. Because, um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, we spend most weekends out there. Um, my father, almost every weekend. Yeah, okay. Um, he loves it out there. I think he only comes in just to work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's very nice. It's a good time to go spend with family. We go fishing and hunting and yeah, swimming. Yeah. Quite nice. Now, that was, that was really clear to me then and, and now how um, important that is to you and, and how much value that has, just everyone being together. And um, I, um, 
you know, and I, I see that reflected in the camp with the, the kids that we went to, too. Um, is that something that um, uh, most Indigenous families are having out here, or, or do you feel fortunate that that's something that you've had, like, is, yeah, or, or does not everyone have, have the uh, land to do that? Not, not everyone. Yeah. Um, What's the situation? The, like, there's three tribes around Normanton, and um, we're fortunate that on our side, Kuruja, um, we we had that land given back to us um, when I was a kid, and we run Delta Dam Station as yeah. as a as a business. Um, so we're one of those unique, um, I guess, tribes where we own the land, we run a business, um, and we have a say what goes on in our country. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the the stations on this side of the river that I've, I've been um, bought. Um, they're not as flexible with allowing people to go out and live on country. Yeah, yeah. and they're not owned by the original indigenous people. No, so there's native title claims that are happening currently. Yep. Um, so we're hoping once that's all sorted, then our people, uh, you know, Kutan, Kukach, Kurja, will have better say yeah. on, on where they can go and, and what they can do on their country. Because um, you know, our grandparents lived out on those countries and then they were forced back into Normandy. My grandmother lived at Kutija on our tribe and then was brought here as a little girl and forced to live up at the reserve. So that was, you know, their early generation and we're just trying to get back out there and, and um, live off the land. Yeah, and you said that's just happened when you were a child, is that the, the native title was given back to yeah. you? Yeah, when I, for, yeah. for our tribe, yeah, the native title was given back to us, so we, we were, you know, quite I guess um, we're lucky because we got it back and well, me as a, a young boy, yeah. um, we were quite lucky that we could go out and spend that time out on country because um, for some of our neighbouring tribes, you know, they're, they're still fighting that battle today. Yeah. Mm. And do you see that, um, my, my brother being a teacher here, I, I know um, there's um, like a lot of difficult situations for a lot of his students. Is there, um, do you see a, I, I, I guess what I'm, I'm going to do, because what, what you've shared with me of, of, of what your life is, um, there's a, a really strong connection to family and, and obviously part of that is a strong connection to land, um, which is different to, you know, what I've, heard from from Jake about you know other families yeah. and, and um, I guess what I'm trying to ask is do you see a correlation there between um, the family being united and, and having a foundation and, and then the physical land being there as well? Yeah um, look um, there are there are some families here um, might not be as structurally sound as you know like the one I grew up in um, and that has had a big impact on the person I've become. Um, a lot of kids may not have that nowadays, um, whether there's certain troubles at home and, and um, you know, what their parents are going through or grandparents are going through. Um, there is dysfunction there, there and a lot of these kids are, have, um, you know, are working with them to try and get them to be um, a good man or woman or good um, you know, person in the community when they grow up. Um, it's 
we've spent the last 10 years, well, I've been in Melbourne in the last eight years, um, like, like, grew up here, but moved away for school and then come right. back. So my working life the last eight years, um, we've tried numerous strategies to try and get the kids um, to become as good adults or good, good young people as they possibly can. Um, I was a youth worker with PCYC, Manager Sports Centre. Now I'm up at CDP, so I'm working with a lot of the kids that I looked after eight years ago, now they're adults. Um, we're just trying to give them the best, I guess, start in life. It's, it's a bit hard when, um, like, the trauma from my grandmother's um, generation is sort of just come through, come to light now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's passed on to the, my auntie's father's generation and now on to us. And um, I guess we're at that stage where we're trying to reclaim our, our, our lands and, um, and get a bit more uh, connection. Of course, some kids don't have that connection. And I think that's what's, well, that, that and the trauma of, you know, from the stolen generation. And the, yeah. Um, you know, I know a lot of people that will drink and, um, you know, struggling at home and stuff like that. They're, and those are traumas that you know, started three generations ago and it's ongoing so look we're at the we're at a, a special stage in in i think our, our um, lives because well, we're going through the native titles for the three groups here i think once that all finalized and and good i think and people can then connect with country yeah. go back to ealing um, spending time with family i think that'd be good for their mind body and soul and um, hopefully our kids will then prosper a little bit better. That's beautiful, that, that's really well said. Um, and I, I think that's a really, um, like a really important point that you make too about the trauma mm. of previous generations and you sort of shared with me, your grandmother was part of the stolen generation brought away from her land here to Normanton. Yeah. Um, but then also, uh, the, the people who were left there, who weren't taken, were, were massacred there. And, yeah, and yeah. they're sad, sad times um, in in history. There, um, like I've, I've explained to you, I've got a because um, I teach language at schools with my grandmother and Nana Edie. Um, they're two of the last three speakers, so um, we, we wanted to teach at the school language. Um, they're my libraries, um, you know, so I'm just there to structure the classes and, and they're all the knowledge. Um, it's been a good experience, but yeah, one of the resources I found um, was a story, of Kuruja stories, and um, one uh, old fella passed away last year, old fella Beasley. He, um, he, he speaks in language and then they translate it to English. And he would have been a young fellow when this happened. Um, he tells a story about a place we call Wamaki, mm -hmm. um, out, out on our lands, and he speaks about how um, the, the, the boss, the white fella at the time, um, was going around shooting um, all, the, all of our ancestors, our, our people that were left out on country that did not want to come into the reserve. Um, so they were all massacred. He, he talks about a story of um, they form half a circle because they didn't want to shoot each other. So that's what the boss said, form half a circle, we'll round up these people and we'll shoot them. Um, and it's really, 
a sad time in, in history. Um, not too many people speak about it, my, like my grandmothers and that there, because um, you know, that's one of a few massacres that happened on country. I, I couldn't comprehend that, you know, who I am at the moment in where we sit in our lives. Um, so I couldn't comprehend what he was, what was going through. He said when it all happened, yeah. but um, yeah, that was, you know, hard hitting when I read that. Um, yeah, it made my hair stand up. It was like, yeah, it gave me goosebumps. It's um, yeah, yeah. The the um, the effects of that are incomprehensible mm. to me, but like the. the Obviously, the repercussions of that. Um, I mean, it's the, 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 the fight to to get the land back and for, for, for rights and all those kinds mm. of things. But then the, the, the healing process of that and, and yeah, yeah, gathering. Yep. I guess everyone's. I don't, I don't, I don't know what. It's what, yeah, yeah. It's 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 amazing when my grandmother and all their siblings and all their children and we'd all come together and we'd spend you know three days at bush it was just amazing um, and, and we don't have that now a lot of my grandparents are past um, some aunties and uncles aren't here so they move for work or so it's a bit different nowadays but um having that as a kid was amazing yeah. and that's all what i want for my my kids and my nephews and yeah. nieces you, you've got a little five-year-old boy? Yep. Yeah, yeah five-year-old boy, Camden Jr. Yeah. He's um, a menace. But yeah. <laughs> a lot of people confuse that with cute. But, um, yeah, no, he's he's good. Um, I, um, he's at, he's on school holidays at the moment. So I'm missing him quite a lot. But um, I don't know what to do with my spare time now with one week by myself. Uh, it's fishing and cleaning and gardening. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And um, you, you are oh, just going back to uh, going out to the land there and the camping there. Is that that is still going on and, and you, you're bringing your kids there and, yep. and, and so that that, that is going to continue. And, yeah, yeah. We we want to continue. Well, I want to continue that for my son. I want my sisters and brothers to do that with their children. Which they do. Um, it's just um, it can get a lot uh, with everyone working, mm. you know, and then you get your weekends off. Um, but in this, in a small town like Normanton, if there's events on which there are quite often, you know, everyone just gets busy with. Oh, I've got to go to the radio, or there's a fishing comp on, yeah. or there's a concert on like this weekend. So there's always sort of one thing on. And um, so we don't go out as often, um, like every weekend like we used to, but every couple of weekends, we'll, I'll get my big sister and little brothers and we'll say, all right, we're going out camping this weekend. And we'll all pack up on Friday and all that. Awesome. And do they have kids? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, sister's got three, three little ones, two boys, one girl. Cool. Um, and little brother's got one boy and he, he, he raised uh, another boy and a girl. That he right. calls his son, yeah. so um, so there's you know um, all of them, and then I've got two. I've got a younger sister and a younger brother. Um, she's 21. He's 
15. Okay. So yeah. And I get out there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, hey, Cameron, thanks, thanks so much uh, for talking with me. I, I want to um, just finish, because this podcast is all about work-life balance, I want to just kind of go... Just ask you to tell me how, how you manage to balance, like obviously with Bino you've got a lot of different responsibilities and, and a lot of different projects that go on. Um, Jay pointed out to me too, a lot of the work that you do with that is about spending time and just talking with people, about making connections and, and increasing connections around the community. Um, and then, yeah, with your son and, and then with your larger family and obviously like the... Um, uh, do you sit on the board then at um, Bino or at the... So yeah, I sit on the Bino board. Yeah. Uh, my old man, Fred, yep. sits on the school board. Right, okay. So, gotcha. Um, at yeah, right. Christian College. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I love I love my work. Yeah. But I, I have to switch it off when I get home. Um, I love... It's, it's hard some days and some days it's easy. Look, um, I, I wear a couple of hats. I... I um, the CDP coordinator, so I look after activities, and then the language um, teacher with my two nans. Um, so I try to, uh, I'll finish work at four o'clock. I'll go home and I'll spend half an hour where I'll just sort of sit on the veranda and under a tree and just sort of declutter my mind yeah, from yeah. work. Yeah. Um, you know, work out what I need to focus on the next day or the coming week, um, and then just sort of like, all right, that's what I need to do, so I'll do that tomorrow when yeah. I get in, yeah. into work. Um, and then I'll go up my son with my homework, or I would attempt to, and then my missus will say that I'm doing it wrong, so she would do it. Um, but she's she's amazing. Uh, she's done such an amazing job raising my son. I couldn't help for after my better mother. She's, she's so good. Um, and then, like, we've, coronavirus has given us our struggles. But it's also helped us with finding, you know, um, finding happiness at home. As in, you don't have to always go to the park or go to the pub or go to um, friends' house and stuff like that. You could do stuff at home. Yeah. Um, so we've, I've, I've started garden beds with my son and, and partner. Um, so we've got three there and we grow cherries and chilies and um, basil parsley and all this different stuff awesome. um, so we spend that in the afternoon like after the homework um, and then it's dinner time read a story and then we're all in bed probably by about 8 8 30 yeah. and it's they, they I'll look forward to those afternoons with family between four and eight I know it's a very short amount of time but those are the good parts of the day yeah. and saying that I do enjoy still helping everyone at work but that's like I said I try to Try to get my balance right um, with with um, work, going home, spending time with family, and then on the weekends trying to catch up with the wider family. You know, my father, well, I see him at work, but actually like have conversations with him that aren't work related. Sure. Yeah. You know, ask him how he's going, go sit down with him. I might have a beer with him uh, some afternoons yeah. or weekends. Um, go pop by my sister's place. Yeah, she's doing. Um, so just spending a bit of time with them on the weekends while we go camping. Mm. Cool. Well, uh, it seems like you're, you're doing a pretty good job of, of getting that balance. And, uh, Trying. It took a long time. Yeah. You know, I used to be all work and 
I'd come home stressed and it didn't it, it didn't really help. Yeah. And then I'd go back to work and then I'd stress and then I'd bring that stress yeah, yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. So I'm work, we've worked on it. It's it's been yeah, 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 yeah. Been a while coming where we've actually had to figure out all right what works for us raising our child yeah. and what works for me and my partner, our own personal growth and peace. Sure. Yeah. Well, you said about coronavirus too. Um, yeah, I, we and I, I think a, a lot of families got to experience that of just mm. being forced to stay together and suddenly going, look at the, yep. the wealth that we have yeah, here in each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's sort of like you re pick up, oh, what are your interests again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> me and my partner, we've been playing cards a lot. Nice. Yep. So that's um, that's been very good. So um, the the banter is real yep. Yep. <laughs> when it comes to playing cards with her. But um, yeah, no, that's what one thing we've enjoyed as a couple. We he will put on yoga on TV, which was very we didn't think he would take. My son would take to that. Yeah. Yep. But there's kids yoga on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes over for an hour and he does that. Fantastic! I'm going to check that out. Yeah, it's it's so cool. They do like Frozen, like they do a different. Oh theme. yeah, 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 excellent. And then the Spider Man, Spider Man one's a more difficult one because yeah. I think. So he likes that, and then we go and play cards on the table, and that's sort of our downtime. Nice. And I have to ask because we love board games, my wife and I, and, and cards as well. We've been playing five hundred and what games do you play? Well, we play this game called Coon Can. Okay. Or do, uh, if. We, we play with Jake and Sarah. Oh, okay, yeah. Every, yeah but every Friday, we've missed the last three Fridays, so right, okay. it's been a bit, you know, oh, what are we doing? But um, most Fridays, we'll play with Jake and Sarah. Um, we will play a game called Jaru, and it's a partners game, so it's okay. Jake and I versus the two girls. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. And the banter increases. I, I can imagine. Yes, yes. yeah. Cool. But it's, it's, we've felt the Friday afternoons with Jake and Sarah, you know, I like to really stuff that we look forward to, like yeah. right, cards and Friday, yeah. Cool. Mm. Cool. Uh, I think I might uh, wrap it up there. Yep. Hey, thank you so much for talking with me. This is the first ever recorded podcast. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let you know when, uh, when I put it up there. And uh, I'll probably cringe at the sound <laughs> of my voice. I think I will too. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you for being, letting me be a part of the yeah, first yeah. podcast with Ricky Cool. Thank Cheers. you. I haven't done this before at all. This is my actual first one. I had the idea. Me too. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So I'm just going to go for it and see how we go. Yep. Cool. Um,